yo, we should stream more social eating. Like, cause we, when we go out to a, re- when I go out to a restaurant, I could totally stream social eating, but it'd be less yeah. enjoyable. Right. Yeah. It'd make eating less enjoyable, which maybe that's, maybe that would be a good what, thing for what, me. What part of any of this has been about enjoying ourselves? <laughs> I, I enjoy my Twitch stream. Yeah, I do. Oh, that's good. It's just real hard. It's real hard yeah. sometimes yeah, to keep it up. Yeah, there's the challenge of it. I, I hate promoting know, my Twitch stream. That's the problem. <laughs> I like if my I Twitch stream. I didn't have to promote <laughs> it and just people flock to it. People, I wish people would just, I wish I would just have an audience. We're putting, we're putting it out there. Yeah, it's just throwing If it anybody out. wants to watch, they can. They're welcome to it. What, what's our tagline again? Screaming into the void? Something. Yeah, pretty much. Just <laughs> Hello, void. Yeah. Hello. Here we go. <laughs> right. Hello, void. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys ready to do this? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. We're, it's being done. It's done. <laughs> Let's continue to do it. It's already done, man. <laughs> it started being done. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So anyway, so welcome to High and Dry, the only podcast where we do all of our own stunts. I'm Ryan Barron North. With me as always, James Crossland. James, what's going on? Oh, wait. They can't hear me on the podcast. I waved at the camera because <laughs> we're also on Twitch right now, which is pretty cool. Congratulations yeah. to us. Yeah. We're doing it. Moving we said on. we'd do it, and then we did it. Um, Look at us shifting paradigms, thinking <laughs> outside the box. Revolutionizing. <laughs> yeah, so we're revolutionizing over here. So uh, things are going well. <laughs> you can see that High and Dry is doing well. We have our own Twitch stream. Yeah, it wasn't cheap, but we did it. <laughs> and and uh, so joining us today, we have uh, returning again, Shara Crossland, 100 Devs. Shara, what's going on? I'm feeling good. Uh, excited to get back into it. It's been a while. Yeah, now I'm excited for the match. Um, so we did just finish up our big high and dry tournament. People voted sporadically. <laughs> <laughs> With that, we have five winners who are going to get a shot glass, and we'll announce that later on. But five a shot live drawing. Out. Yeah, we have a live drawing. And then, uh, but now we have some good fights. So right now, the fights as they stand. Lady D versus Mr. Krabs is going to be this episode. Next episode, we have... Austin Powers versus Beetlejuice. And then, you know, we're going to figure out who takes it home after all that. So for those of you, who, uh, this is your first episode or just joining us or forgot totally how this works. Um, how High and Dry goes down is we start every episode with a philosophical debate. And then, as those things often do, it breaks down to a fist fight where we talk about what fictional characters are going to win. And this one, as we already said, we got Mr. Krabs versus Lady Dimitrescu. Yeah, that's it. Dimitrescu. Dimitrisk. Yeah. I but hate, anyway, they're going to be fighting French. each other. <laughs> except, except for if you like French, then I love it. Then I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but what sets us apart before we do all that kind of fun stuff is first we got to get a little drunk and then we got to get a little high. So, uh, James, what are you smoking this week? Uh, this week I'm smoking a wonderful um, dart pod of concentrate. And inside it, it's got. Viper City fan favorite coming back. Nice. This is where this is Luke's town in Florida, Viper City. Oh yeah. Hey, that's, right. <laughs> <Remember>? <laughs> oh, that's right. So shout out to Luke, Dark Bar Gaming, right there. <laughs> I just want to point out that I'm so functional before I even start smoking that I did not even link our Twitch stream. They're all going to go to yours probably and be like, where is he? <laughs> what the fuck? Let me go ahead and edit that real quick. So I'm still listening. Right. Please continue. Um, well, uh, 
So you're going to be joining us as a high philosopher as well? Uh, yes, I am going to be high philosopher today. Did you want um, Did you want Viper City also? Yes. All right, so we got yes. two for Sharing Viper is City. caring. All right, all right. For all the podcast folks out there, and definitely not for my own benefit, what's the name of our Twitch stream? Oh, our Twitch stream is... High no and, idea. It's high and dry podcast. High and high, 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 high. high. <laughs> not even drunk or high or anything. High in dry high podcast. Yes. Yes, I think you'll have to put HTTPS colon slash slash in front of Twitch though. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's Discord for you, everybody. Tips and tricks for Discord. All right, and I'm going to be joining you guys this week with. We'll cut all that out. Captain Morgan's <laughs> private stock. Um, some time ago, Captain Morgan decided he needed to start a bottle for only his closest friends. I already poured it. I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> I think it's just the excited energy of being alive yeah. for the first time. It's, it's really something different to be like podcasting and we're all just like slovenly on the couch or in a chair. Like yeah. it doesn't matter what you look like, but now I feel like a cockatiel cause I'm like, I can see my face and, uh, <laughs> it's really just, I'm in this picture and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna turn it into a dark camera we're just gonna cover that and you guys can listen to us <laughs> so anyway so it's time to get a little drunk it's time to get a little high first toast today going out to carl urban share and Shara crossland thanks for being on the first one yes. of i guess oh. proto season two Cheers. it's an honor oh my god and uh don't blow it at Ryan. Oh, that's been sitting there for a while. There's some distance between us. There's, <laughs> there's little distance between us. So that burns more than usual. Good. Yeah, I think that's been just aging. That's, that's the barnacles. Yeah. <laughs> In honor of today's fight. Yeah. Those are the barnacles. Yeah. <laughs> Give it the... <laughs> for every barrel of Captain Morgan's special reserve, he dips his balls. <laughs> It's been buried on a on a Caribbean beach for <laughs> for ten years. <laughs> you can taste the scurvy. It's actually buried by the health department. Nobody should be drinking. <laughs> if by buried you mean interred in a landfill. <laughs> That's exactly what we meant. Oh god. All right, so now time for our second shot, time for our second hit. Um, this one, actually, we had on the last episode, uh, the one we did with Turk, mm-hmm. we had viewers from everywhere. And uh, so the newest one is actually going to Kuwait City, Kuwait. Hey. That's, nice. That's our newest listeners in Kuwait City. Big uh, big shout out to Kuwait. Yes. Cheers. Here's to them. Cheers I, uh, to Kuwait. Visited once. <sighs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. I don't know if any of that's showing up. Oh, maybe. It's, well, no, it's I, I can personally attest <coughs> it's happening. Yeah, I look like a humidifier. By the way, we just bought a humidifier. Oh, yeah? It's going to be great. It's coming. It's on its way. Oh, congratulations. On- it's, <laughs> it's an ultrasonic humidifier, so it vibrates and, and throws the water into the hey, air instead of using in that. Here. I'm, I'm really happy for It's not just somebody who wants us really to happy pay for, for fans. Um, and so this third one is Guest's Toast. Shara. What's this one too? 
Um, I guess I got a toast to the the stream. I think it's cool that you guys are trying new things, getting out there, trying to get more people involved. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know we're coming out of the pandemic and people are feeling a little um, bit more confident about going out and seeing people, but there's still a lot of people staying indoors and it's still awkward, right? So it's nice to have a virtual venue where you can feel like you're around people without having to be around people. For sure. All right. yes. Here's to Twitch and here's to uh, Guyver, VK368. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Thanks for coming by, Guyver. Cheers. Oh, God. <laughs> I have a question for you this week. Um, this week I decided I want to go with a fun one. We have Shara back. We're doing the fun fight with uh, Mr. Krabs and Lady D. Um, so I went with a, just a fun, easy question for you guys that doesn't involve death or child murder. And so what I have for you guys is if you could choose any horror movie that you want to <laughs> attempt to survive... See, it's about life. <laughs> it's about living. Yeah. Oh, boy. What horror movie would you attempt to survive? Guests first. Shara, what do you think? There's so many horror movies. There are a lot. You know, I used to be into horror movies a lot when I was younger. I, I still watch them from time to time, but like... What what even is a horror movie anymore? I don't it's, know. A, yeah, it's a broad it's category, a very broad which is category. great, which yeah. is great for surviving. Yeah. Nah. Maybe it would be the quiet place because then I could just tell people to shut the fuck up. <laughs> You'd hold up a sign that says "shut the fuck up." I would. I would totally. Why don't they live next to that waterfall? I don't know if they address yeah. this in the second one. So fucking. Why stupid. the fuck would they I live have... away from that waterfall if it's safe for them to make noise? They should just live at the waterfall. They should just live at the waterfall. Well, the thing I didn't—that's how the I most would win that about that fucking movie. Oh wait, wait. You, Quiet Place was the one with Sandra Bullock. Or... No, no, that was the, the other one. The so Bird Box was Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I didn't get with the Quiet Place is because at the end they defeat this thing that crumbled humanity to its knees with a shotgun i feel like the whole invasion would have been stopped by the united states nope um so i don't know what the the issue is there famously the united states does not like guns so yeah and but but i feel like (laughs) for i feel like for an alien it's pronounced gone gone (laughs) (laughs) I, i feel like we would get over our national pacifism in the event <laughs> of an alien invasion, I, I feel that was pretty goofy. Yeah. Well, so sure. So, so that's where you're going with. You're going with a quiet place just for the. I, I think. I think I would just live near the waterfall. It'd be easy, and and that would be my life. That would be my existence, and I would be less likely to die, which I think is the point. Of like I have, living. I have noise canceling headphones. We have technology that can like pick up ambient sound and then send out wavelengths of sound to neutralize it, to like counteract. We have like technology that's very advanced. That's capable of doing this already. Uh, why didn't we have those? <laughs> like, why didn't they just use those? If they know these things track sound, if that's like how it, we know these guys, these people on these fucking farm knows how it works. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened. It's a bad. I, it's a bad. It's a bad it plot. But it was. It was enough <laughs> to get a sequel, and I hope they address some of that stuff. I don't think they do. I don't think it's yeah. gonna happen. I don't know. Maybe I, I'm not gonna watch it. Neither am I. All right. Well, so James, what about you? What what horror movie? If you could pick any horror movie to attempt to survive, what's it gonna? The Chucky, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Chucky is a. I think it's a pretty slam dunk. It's uh, a fucking doll. You kick it. <laughs> feel pretty confident in the chucky one uh, i've got a blowtorch right there he's plastic in in the movie he, he even gets partially melted you know like i got a handheld blowtorch he's dead <laughs> you leave booze all over my house i just 
<laughs> light them on fire. <laughs> That's well, it. Well, but so like when you enter the horror movie, are you a slave to its theme as well? I don't know. You tell me. You're the one who asked the question. Well, because I mean, in the Chucky universe, the Chucky doll is going to catch you having premarital sex, swearing more than you should. Yeah. And, and that's when some dumbass thing is going to kill you. Let me think, though. Uh, horror horror movie. Hmm. I mean, if that's Harry true, Potter, our first instinct would be to uh, run up the stairs and take a shower as soon as we sensed any kind of danger. Yeah. you. It, well, it's just like uh, it's like the Predator movies. As soon as you start swearing, as soon as you do anything wrong, Predator's going to haunt you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that never comes up. Yeah. No, I, I think, yeah, you have probably a solid one to still take your chances with Chucky. I'd take my chances with Chucky. Leprechaun. Maybe swing back around to me. I think Chucky's okay. a pretty solid one, but I think I could probably come up with a better one with our extended definition of horror. Yeah. See, I had originally thought maybe Alien um, to give it a shot and, you know, going up against that. However, I feel that, you know, your best shot in the Alien universe is to be the last female. Or to be an unthinking evil android, and yeah. I am neither. Maybe so, you could. Do you get to choose? Can you be a woman? And no, it's just you. Well, yeah. I mean, it would just be you. Yeah, for sure. Psycho. Um, yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, I mean, so Psycho. I mean, who would you have to go up against? You'd Norman go, Bates. You go up against Norman Bates. And, but Norman Bates is a grown man with a knife, which is less, which is more scary to me than a doll with a knife. Yeah, no, oh, I mean, so Christian Bale, he played that once, didn't he? American Psycho. Very different one. So Psycho is a very classic. It's a, it's a, from the 50s, right? So back then, things couldn't be as horrifying as they are now. Our threshold for horror has gone through the roof, skyrocketed, right? So I think that's a, that's a great choice, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I'd take my shots. That Psycho's a pretty good one. Soiling Green. (laughs) You just get to like live your life. Being being killed by that movie by that horror movie is just living your life until you die and then your food. <laughs> so I mean, I think I'm gonna take my chances in Soylent Green, which was a horror movie. Soylent Green technically was a horror movie. Yeah. Boom! That's a good uh, one. Just live my life. Okay, then you know which one I would take. Then um, I would take the original, not the remake with Will Smith of I Am Legend. Okay. Um, in the original I Am Legend and in the book I Am Legend, it's all vampires. Uh huh. And they just—he's the last guy, uh-huh. and they just hang outside of his house trying to talk him into coming out. Uh-huh. They'll one of the one of the methods they kept using against the narrator was that they would take the most attractive female vampires and they would just keep propositioning him on the lawn as a way to lure him outside. Wow! So there, so that was like <laughs> that's how they hunt—is like they try to tempt you. That's yeah. very interesting. Yeah, and, and so and it was such an overt situation where they were like you're behind a barrier and I'm on the other side of a barrier. They had to come up with solutions. Like what are humans like? They were probably like yeah, talking like, yeah. what are humans like? We got to figure out what they, what'll, what'll get them outside. We'll see. I would join the, I am legend universe. And then immediately like, yeah, I'm coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in a sec. Um, I'm just going to join up. Like, cause what am I fighting for at this point? I, I don't even know. I don't I never figured that because so eventually, I mean, he ran into a few survivors and he tried to make it work. Yeah, I would just join that and immediately surrender. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get to be a vampire, though? Yeah. Plus, but, you get to see future cars. So what's, so, what's, so what's the downside of the vampires? I don't know. What is the so I, think, I don't know. I think it's just a generational difference. You think so? So what? Yeah. So 
everyone who gets who they eat turns into a vampire. I mean, that's what it seems because his entire neighborhood that he knew and he would like oh. bring up, I knew them all. Oh, was hanging out on his front lawn. And oh, I'm just like, well, dude, get out there, get out there. What's going on? Yeah, go mingle. <laughs> you know, start your new I, life. You know, it's interesting though. Would you? What are these things that this is what they're reduced to? They're all hey, why are they all hanging outside this one dude? Because he's house? the last guy. But why? I mean, but why devote this much energy to it? Yeah. What? Why? What? Ex- why exactly are they devoting all this energy to luring well, that man out? I wonder. Well, I, the, I think wouldn't you just go about living your life and be like, well, I guess that guy doesn't want to yeah, be an, want to eternally out. a vampire. Who gives a shit? Whatever. Yeah, fuck him. Vampires um, get bored too. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, well, so I, I, I guess that's we'll, very. In- I never thought of that, but that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Well, if you go to bookshop.org, you can pick up "I Am Legend," and yeah. that's your homework. <laughs> <laughs> Read it, and then yeah. and then after write a report about the unintended, <laughs> the unintended. Uh, intentions of this world that they're all they all seem to be trapped in yeah i don't understand what the why the vampires are trapped on luring this guy out well, if they're like so we can't fucking of, leave until you come out here well we'll put it down the high and dry uh book club list and um, <laughs> why can't i leave you alone i can't quit you narrator <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what it was so Shara, final thoughts on the topic your horror movie I think I'll just stick with a, a quiet place. If all of technology, I, I have a very poor memory for movies, so I don't remember what kind of universe it was where they had to avoid these monsters, but I'd either sit next to like a loud cascading waterfall or I'd go into a place that has technology to counter the frequencies they can hear from our movement and sound. Yeah. It seemed like we have really a lot of ways to deal with that. I feel like honestly, if I was in like a basement and I could use a computer to read a couple manuals. I bet I could program over the course of maybe a couple weeks something that I could hook into a speaker that would output noise at a disturbing frequency, right? We have all that knowledge at our fingertips. It didn't (laughs) seem like the, the apocalyptic threat that it was portrayed as. But anyway, it's really, it's really strong monsters that only have a big weep point when they open their mouth. And (laughs) it's like nothing we've ever dealt with before. But anyway, so uh, James, your final thoughts, where are you going? You, you, You had to kind of pick one, really. I love soil and green. I'm glad I came up with that. Another one, another good one would be birds. <laughs> I think I got a pretty good shot. <laughs> I think I could. I I don't know. I think I could take on these birds. <laughs> you could pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> Next stream, James versus six thousand birds. We're gonna figure this out. Let me get an umbrella. We'll be fine. <laughs> Like I've owned birds, and I mean it wasn't it wasn't like parrots coming at him, you know. It wasn't it was crows and stuff. Yeah. Mikey scared the shit out of me, though. I'll be honest. Well, maybe idea. I wouldn't like birds. Maybe, maybe birds would be too hard for me. Your parents scared the shit out of me. Because <laughs> Mikey could chop off a finger. Yeah, I didn't want to get yeah. close to him, and he always he always came at me. He was always loping at me. I was like, Mikey, <laughs> stay away from me. <laughs> be like, ah. <laughs> um. And well, then for me, I think uh, final answer. I had to pick a horror universe. I mean, I don't know. Probably either a werewolf movie. I mean, no, not a werewolf movie. I wouldn't want to be rendered. 
Um, but probably like a vampire movie or something. Underworld. Like that. Technically yeah, a horror yeah, movie. Technically a horror movie. I'm joining <laughs> Underworld. <laughs> get in there. Yeah, get, you, get yourself some special blood. Yeah, I'm getting in there. I'm, I'm going to weasel my way into the Underworld universe. All right, cool. Figure that out. All Perfect. Right, cool. So, with that being said, <laughs> it's time to move into our fist fight. Before we do that, got to get a little more drunk and we got to get a little more high. Oh, yes. So, let's pull them out. You know, you know what's super funny in those underworld movies? If you're not a vampire or werewolf, you're fine. It's like not that bad. I mean, yeah. they I don't I don't know how many people that they killed, but it wasn't a lot of people dying on screen. No, like none. There's a lot of there was a lot of werewolves and vampires dying on screen. Yeah, it was just a secret war that. Well, I think that's. I mean, there's no way they were trying to make that statement, um, but it's just a war that. They didn't have to have. And I mean, I think they made that clear. I think yeah. they're like, this is dumb. Why is this happening? Yeah, but they kept fighting them. Kept doing it. Yeah. It's because power is super addictive. And the vampires had power over the werewolves. And mm-hmm. to save themselves and each other, they couldn't they just couldn't give up power. Yeah. It's kind of like what people do when they're bored. When you have forever, what else do you have other than like power plays and like it's like that for very rich people as well. Yeah. People who have, who don't have any barriers, like the barriers of needing to be clothed and fed and make the most of your time. Vampires don't have that anymore. What are they going to do with all that fucking time? I'm going to subjugate some motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a, there's a, have you ever read Dune by any chance? No, I haven't. Well, so Dune has a new movie coming out um, in October. So we'll probably wind up doing a Dune fight anyway. I would like to um, watch Dune. And cool. I mean, it looks really good, but the I book, saw the old Dune when I was a kid and did not oh, understand it's, it's it. Bizarre. I didn't understand <laughs> it because weird. I was a child also. I, I haven't seen it as an adult. Well, so I've been reading the books and um, it, it starts with the main guy. He is this product of genetic engineering, basically. Uh-huh. And it gives him, he could look into the future. He pretty sweet. He has the collected memory of every ancestor he's ever had. Sick, bro. And so he could just look at everyone's memory. But it's then eventually awesome. he gets weird and religious. Like he creates a religion. He becomes emperor. He leaves it and like goes into the desert, comes back a blind priest. Meanwhile, his nine-year-old son, played by Will McAvoy at one point, um, has the same abilities as him, but to an ex- more extreme degree. Uh-huh. Um, like he was born in the womb, understanding that he's a guy in a womb. Oh, okay. And <laughs> <laughs> eventually... He wraps up the empire and he becomes a giant worm that lives forever in the deserts. And Whoa. there's an entire <laughs> book about him being a 3,500 year old worm that has the collected knowledge of millions of years of humans. And he just cruises through the sands, keeping his empire in check and then realizing that he wants to commit suicide and he needs to prepare someone else to take over the universe. <laughs> it, it, is the most it feels that way sometimes yeah. as a father. Yeah. <laughs> you really feel like you are grooming someone to take care of the universe. Yeah. As a timeless wisdom worm. <laughs> I'm just a timeless god worm. <laughs> I ought to be timeless and a god worm again. <laughs> Wait. Uh. 
but like I just realized all of our fathers thought they were timeless godworms. That's right. That's what I'm saying. The, yeah. So the kid's getting like real life updates of his dad's thoughts, and he's like, "Holy shit, what? Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, oh, whoa!" <laughs> I was just trying to do some fourth grade math homework, but what? <laughs> timeless godworm is what you went with. <laughs> Oh God! And he just so and he just like he like, took, yeah, that's the way. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. but he took a, you, he took a desert planet, turned it into a jungle, except for one strip the size of California that he just cruises through as a godworm. And it's and, a, and it's like, and you want to commit suicide, right? Like, and, but you want to pass this on to me. <laughs> but you want to commit suicide? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, this is all of our dads, also. Yeah, this is this is all of our fathers. All My of our watch fathers. Has ended. <laughs> yeah, so all of our fathers. God damn it! <laughs> Why do you all suck so much? Fact, oh, anyway, so here's our third shot. <laughs> <laughs> this one goes out to. Why you do this? <laughs> Man, on the yeah. on the Twitch stream, you really are probably going to get some massive, like, extra content. I, I don't oh, imagine yeah. there's any way we can keep all this keep shit. Keep all the timeless <laughs> godworms. good stuff, but... Well, here's the timeless godworms that are metaphors worms. for our fathers. Cheers. 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 <sighs> that counts as one, no? Hey, sure. That's fine. I'm going to be too blasted that I can't talk darts. about a cartoon crab and a giant... Fucking what? <laughs> Vampire lady. <laughs> Big the bitch. She's got that's, fucking airbags. That's exactly what she was. No, and the whole time. And so I, I play, I, I have Village at Home. It's yeah. an awesome fucking game. Yeah. And every time her, her daughter start chasing you, you're just like, uh-oh, you're coming. You fell for it. You fell for it. They got you. Yeah, with that. Oh, no, you got me again. I'm the marketers got you. Oh, they did. They totally got you. They're like, they're like, this is my fantasy to be hunted down (laughs) by sexy women. This is what I've dreamed about. And I'm just being chased by this castle. And there's got to be a lot of people out there like you who've had that, who have that same fantasy. And all of them are like, oh, that's exactly. I've been waiting so long to have like sexy women hunt me. (laughs) I I think Brian's probably the only person ever feel that. Yeah, I think for sure. I'm definitely the first. Yeah, the the internet craze that surrounded this poor woman is a fluke. Yeah, those marketers really had it on that one. They were like, I see something here. Like, there are a bunch of people who seem to have this similar fantasy. (laughs) Well, I I just see the boardroom. It's like, all right, so how are we going to repackage zombies? And then one guy... (laughs) obviously a timeless sandworm (laughs) get out of here get the fuck out of here we're doing large breasted vampire women (laughs) that's why I'm the sandworm and there you have it Resident Evil Village was born cultural history yeah yeah. this is now a Dune podcast do you need water Ryan? no I'm fine dry mouth is you you get hydrated through alcohol alcohol is liquid yeah (laughs) Yeah, what? <laughs> For the record, because, you know, people actually drink water, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People, High and dry podcast. People should know that alcohol water. is dehydrating. Yeah, and yeah. cannabis. 
Yes, both both of the things. <laughs> both the, all of all the good things suck the water out of you. They literally suck the life out of you. We also <laughs> live in a fucking desert right now. It's literally like 104 degrees outside, and we don't have a humidifier. I wish you guys realized how ridiculously parallel we're running to Dune right now. It's fucking <laughs> Yes, everyone. Hydrate, wear your still suits, giant sandworms. So it's time Spice. for our fight. <laughs> yeah, <just> Spice. <laughs> That's all I remember. Spice. <laughs> Um, gotta so get anyway. that spice so it's now time for our fight so for those of you who are listening for the first time this is how fights in high and dry work three round method guaranteed to get you results uh, round one gen x fight club bar these two characters they just punch each other to death yeah no shirts no shoes no belts yada 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 in the basement, everybody. When in he says that, he means the basement of a bar, like where Fight Club happened. It's a Fight Club reference, yeah. but we can't. But it's a not Fight Club reference because legally we can't reference. It's a. It is Fight a club. legally similar <laughs> basement. Legally distinct. Yeah, legally distinct basement. There's like a moose head on the wall. Yeah, yeah. It, that wasn't there. So. That wasn't there. This is a new basement. Um, Under parody law, <laughs> we've successfully yeah. stolen. Well, we, I mean, we always comment on just that generation, and yeah, so it's a parody. Anyway, round two then zooms out into a city view where these characters have twenty four hours to. They know that they have to fight the other one. They have twenty four hours to figure it out. They could use everything at their disposal, and they can go out and buy a gun if it requires it. Um, and then not enough people buy a gun. Yeah, you should just buy a gun. Shoot Harry Potter and it's oh, wait, over. Wait, that was loud. <laughs> That's not canon for some of them. <laughs> um, and then finally, round three is the same as round two, except this time they get to bring a friend. Uh-huh. So entering into round one, we've just made it down into the legally distinct basement. <laughs> a guy that looks a lot like Brad Pitt, but isn't, is explaining the rules. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cher, Carl Urban, and the rest of the High and Dry crew are upstairs, and it's time to get the fight on. So round one has just begun. These two characters, Lady Dimitrescu versus Mr. Krabs, time to punch each other to death. Cher, a guest first. Who's going to take it? Oh, this is such a wild pairing. Um, <laughs> so I, I really don't know an, a lot. I know that she's a giant vampire woman in a video game. I don't even know a video game. Resident, in Resident Evil, Evil There's a Village. Resident, okay, yeah, it's a Resident okay. Evil Village. Yeah, she's essentially a horror character. So, because in, in in all the most of the Resident Evil games, and I think it's an homage to Silent Hill, where you have just that big thing that's going to kill you will occasionally cruise through a level. Yeah, she is the village's pyramid head or big thing cruising through a level. Wesker or yeah. Nemesis. Yes, yes, and she just cruises through and fucks up your day. Did you remember the frog people from the first Resident Evil mm-hmm. when they'd like they'd show up or liquors? You'd see liquors around before you encountered yeah, them. Yeah, and you knew it was coming. Yeah. It would straight rip off of Silent Hill. Yeah. yeah. Silent Hill pioneered for sure a lot of horror video. That's what re- uh, so many re- horror games were born off of what Silent Hill accomplished. Oh yeah, without a doubt. And it's it's really sad that the Silent Hill movies suck. Sean yeah. Bean, we're looking at you on that one. I liked when they ripped the skin off that person. That was the good scene. That was a rough scene. Like, that was, that was like, a cool scene. Whoa, that happened. Yeah, that yeah. was the best scene of Silent Hill. It's basically the only thing I remember. Yeah. No, it stuck with you. They got that right. But anyway, so Cheryl, <laughs> um, who's going to win? 
I mean, I, I have to assume that she's a powerful killer and she likes to kill things. Um, I think she's got it. <laughs> Mr. Krabs. Uh, he's a crab. He is a crab. But he's an anthropomorphic crab with yeah. giant ass claws. Yeah. Pin- pincers. He oh. has his uh, intrinsic cartoon powers. He can withstand a lot of... Uh, well, deadly force. <laughs> they don't get their theme that much, and I mean, so, a little bit. I mean, but I mean, the theme is really a blank canvas, like yeah. where where they don't have anything like that. Well, this is an. Then I've got to go one. with Lady Demiscus. <laughs> <laughs> I still got to go with. The <laughs> no, I, I, try, I tried to find something for him, but if that's not part of it, then like he has no fucking chance. She's gonna him. crack him open with her thighs. <laughs> <laughs> Just squeeze this him is, until he explodes. This isn't my proudest masturbation <laughs> session. <laughs> well, uh, I have some thoughts, but James, uh, what do you think? What's going to happen? It's it's tough because uh, so Krabs was a a vet, right? I'm pretty yes, sure he, Krabs- was a, he was a naval vet. <laughs> he was in the navy, the <laughs> underwater navy. <laughs> Mr. Krabs. <laughs> I mean, that just means he's double qualified. Yeah, Mr. Krabs is in the Navy. <laughs> Think how easy it is to get in the Navy when you're already underwater. He was a sub- he was part of the submersible unit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, he's got giant ass pincers. Like he's got big claws, and he's sure cut things in half before. But it, it was in cartoon world. But if you took those giant pincers into real world, into a basement. He's this giant anthropomorphic, like yeah. horrifying, crab, terrifying fucking thing. So um, in the movie, we found out that SpongeBob and Patrick are fair, are larger than yeah. we thought, right? Mm-hmm. I think I think they're fairly large. So Mr. Krabs would be like four or five feet tall, and just and then his claws are like almost the full height of his body. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because uh, yeah. like my very limited memory of SpongeBob SquarePants, when they were depicted in quote real life, it was a, a literal yellow dish sponge. Yeah. When he like ever pops, yeah, right. Whenever he pops out of water, it's just a dried little sponge. Yeah. But we've never have we seen Mr. Krabs out of water? When I was, don't know. Remember the movie? I didn't. I can't fully remember the movie because it was so long ago. But they were much larger in the movie and like on land. Yeah. Um, well, I, I also think that just you know ripping him out of his world and popping him into a neutral world. Yeah. He'll be his relative size. His relative size. Yeah. So. So, I mean, I, I feel like, cause, so, I mean, they give him that. The relative world. size of interaction in that world. Yeah. So everything's about the same size in that world. Yeah. And well, granted, even in the SpongeBob world, she would be nine feet tall. I still think Lady, Lady Dimitrescu would, would beat him. She's just a killer killer, you know? Yeah. She's a killer killer and she fights with her. She like murders living things with her hands frequently. That's like, that's something she, (laughs) the way Mr. Krabs yells at his employees is how she is, how often she kills people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I went to the SpongeBobopedia and uh, Mr. Krabs weighs in at five ounces. Okay. (laughs) So we're going to say no, but how does that squirrel? There's a squirrel underwater that's the same height as yeah, them. The same, well, he's, I, what are squirrels? Like yeah. 12 ounces? Yeah. <laughs> she's not much more. Oh, yeah. No, she's a chipmunk. That's even smaller. Yeah. She, it, no, she's a squirrel. She's Sandy Cheeks. Uh, wait, I think she, is she a chipmunk? 
fuck. I don't know. I think know. she's a squirrel. She's a squirrel. Okay. She's a squirrel. Yeah. Yeah, she's a squirrel. Okay. Yeah. So, but I think that we get the relative size. Chipmunk Chinks is a thing, though. Like, yeah. Specifically. Well, they never figured her out as a character. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, squirrel. he says squirrel. Yeah. It's a yeah. squirrel. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, it's a squirrel. Um, but, so I think that we give Mr. Krabs his relative size. However, Lady D is still nine feet tall yeah. in the regular world, so she would yeah. still tower over him. If we compare like average heights of worlds, she's still much higher. If, even if we give Mr. Krabs like lower than average, because he is shorter than the average height in that world, if we still give him a little lower than average and we put her relative to average, she's still a monster she's compared still to a monster. But here's the real fucker. His daughter is a whale and yeah. she's not that much bigger than him. What is happening? <laughs> There's, this point. is an unsolvable problem. We this, just wasted yeah, four minutes just... of everybody's time. <laughs> well, so, so sorry. Here's, well, here's what I would say. <laughs> killer instinct. Yeah. I, I think So I think Lady D has a crazy killer instinct. However, you have Mr. Krabs who has a higher than normal constitution. He is a proven military vet can a, just a military vet kill a vet, giant vampire well, lady? Well, here's what I would say. Because, so, in, in the Resident Evil Village game, Lady D is eventually I mean, defeated. Technically by a military vet. By a military, military vet. vet. <laughs> However, Mr. Krabs cannot buy a shotgun. He, he might. He, oh, no. Not he, in the, first, not in the round. first round. Okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah, and so I think that Mr. Krabs could fit into the role of Resident Evil Village's main character. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have a shotgun. And without a shotgun, Lady D kills him. So Lady D. And yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna have to say we're Lady in agreement. D. I, think I think we're all in agreement, which moves us into round two. So round two zooms out into a city view. Both of these characters have just received a manila envelope saying <laughs> that they have to kill the other one. It's gonna be so easy for him to open that letter. <laughs> <laughs> so Mr. Krabs snips it open. Lady D, she has claws, she snips it open. It comes in um, through the Krusty Krabs mail slot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have to kill a nine foot tall vampire woman with huge I have, to, I have to kill a woman. <laughs> well, I mean, he'd ask how much. Nee, 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 like, nee, how nee. much is he getting paid, you know? But <laughs> anyway, true. so it's round two. We zoomed into City View. They got 24 hours to kill each, each other. Um, they can do whatever they have. Um, they can buy a gun. They can do whatever the hell it is that Mr. Krabs or Lady D would do. Guests first. Shara, who's going to take it? Okay, so I'm just trying to think about the massive power that is uh, a cartoon crab in his element. Um, I guess he has like literally just cut giant things in half, right? How often have I seen him get violent? I don't know. If it was for money, he absolutely Yeah, he gets violent over money. That is the thing he cares about the most. They have a motivation. Well, I mean, yeah. So in this instance, they do have a motivation. We have seen Mr. Krabs with a rapier take out an entire graveyard of zombies. zombies. That's true. He is a inch. So he, in, whoa, hold on a second. Resident Evil zombie, but Krabs yeah. is also a zombie fighter. That's interesting. And he does it with a sword. He doesn't even need a gun. And so, the whole time he's fucking cracking wise. Okay. So that's mm-hmm. impressive. Uh, so Krabs is incredibly resourceful and he's rich, which means he has access yeah. to whatever he wants to buy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Lady D is also very rich. She's got that big ass fucking castle. How creative is she 
with her spent with how she spends that money because that's what we have to look it, at it's is pretty much she spends it on victorian style garments oh. um it's, it's, <laughs> so so her resources don't actually matter in this fight she put all her points in charisma <laughs> yeah, she put everything straight into her chest and um yeah <laughs> you said charisma <laughs> Charisma. <laughs> um, but I would, I would say, yeah, so however, when you finally do your final fight with Lady D, uh-huh. she transforms into this giant vampire dragon. Yeah. When she's finally cornered, which is capable of flight, ripping off the entire top story of a church cathedral. Uh-huh. Um, well, this is a new development. Me, I didn't know she could turn into a, a yeah. dragon. Uh, yeah, okay, uh, well. Spoiler warning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But would crabs be cartoon powerful enough to just chop off the head of a dragon? I don't know. Um, or find a way to infiltrate the dragon's body and destroy the heart or something. I don't know. Well, so <laughs> That's I mean, like his only chance. At- well, in Resident Evil Village, you do it with minimal ammo, a shotgun, and a handgun. You just take down a dragon? Yeah, you manage to pull it off. Um, okay. So the thing that the main... She should put all her points in Christmas. Exactly. The yeah. pro- but the protagonist <laughs> of Resident Evil Village, he has well, like her a... tits on a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Only has like Donkey and Shrek. But, <laughs> um, but the, the main character of Resident Evil Village has a healing factor. And okay. like they fuck him up and he just kind of healed. Like he holds his hand back on at one point. Who does? The main character of Resident Evil Village. Oh, well. I mean, so that kind of gives him a distinct edge over your average Mr. Krabs, I guess. Do you have, do you use the re, do you use the environment and stuff when you're fighting the big dragon? You do when you're fighting her daughters. Well, that's not her daughters. So, yeah. so you really only all, the only damage you do, you're not like trying to set her up for some kind of environment you're thing when you're a dragon. You're just straight up, up fighting her, unloading. Okay, well, I guess that doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. Well, um, well. So, James, what are your thoughts? I don't know. Mr. Krabs is in a tough position here because she turns yeah. into a dragon. Yeah. But Mr. Krabs also crabs have a healing ability, so that's cool. I mean, he's got mm-hmm. cartoon healing. He's got cartoon healing, but also crabs like real crabs. Uh, they have regenerative capabilities. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. All right. Um, well, from I, my side of it. I kind of want to give yeah. it to Mr. Krabs because he's very, he's very clever and resourceful. Yeah. Capitalists usually are resourceful. Let's bring it back. So I was just thinking, so we're talking about the environments. If he could, if Mr. Krabs could bring her into his underwater, envi- underwater like that would definitely. Cause she's a hunter. She'll go turn after the him. tides. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say um, that you have, so I, I was going to give it to Mr. Krabs because I see him just seamlessly fitting into the role of a resident evil protagonist. And and so like I feel like if <laughs> if you placed Lady D into the SpongeBob universe, it'd be ridiculous. Yeah. If you placed Mr. Krabs into the Resident <laughs> Evil universe, it would become ridiculous. Yeah. And I so I think because of that, Mr. Krabs' theme is overpowering. Um, and I think that now we have a. <laughs> As he just pulls out his rapier and just fucks up the Resident Evil universe. I think he'd use a gun. 
or a gun. I think you would Whatever. totally use a gun. Or yeah. he'd just pick up his daughter, a whale, and throw her <laughs> like a bowling ball. It'd even make the noise and everything. Yeah. He doesn't get his daughter as a bowling yeah, ball but until he will round, in round three. three. <laughs> oh, true, true. I'm getting ahead of myself here. Yeah. Well, so Shara, uh, final thoughts and a vote. Well, I absolutely love how we, we turn this to a uh, cartoon madness, you know. So yeah. I, I really, I really want to believe in the power of cartoons. So I'm I'm gonna give this one to Krabs. All right. And James? Yeah, Mr. Krabs. Mr. Krabs. And then myself. Uh, yeah, definitely Mr. Krabs. I think that he's just going to morph the theme. Um, I would watch the fuck out of it. If that. you were a giant crab tearing through a horror landscape, that would be <laughs> really crazy. <laughs> well, I think the modders need that to get on that. That happened, right? Wasn't there something that had like it was... Never mind, that's Futurama. <laughs> 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 about the crab Always comes embassy. Back. Yes. <laughs> it's a Futurama. And then they made that giant weapon. All right. Okay. Well, that brings us into round three. So Lady D took the round one. Um, Mr. Krabs took round two. And now round three, these characters are still in the city view, but except this time they get to bring a friend. Guests first, Shara, who are they going to bring? What's going to happen? Lay it out. Okay. Um, I don't know about D. Who would she bring? Her daughters. I, I think her only option is her daughters. Or just or, three like brides of Dracula kind of daughters. But she could only bring one. She'd have to choose. Well, I, no, she can choose. I have a group. thought. I have a crazy thought that I think she'd bring Pyramid Head. I think she'd bring her precursor. Who's the? Or or she would bring um one of the previous like she fits into the role of the giant boss that just kind of filters through the level and scares the shit out of you. Um, I think she'd bring one of them. Like Nemesis? Yeah, I think she'd bring Nemesis or Pyramid Head, the, the godfather of them all. Well, who's the, who's the, I just had a fucked up idea. Who's the protagonist of Resident Evil Village? Uh, Nate, Nathan, yeah. He's, he's the same protagonist of Resident Evil Biohazard. Nice, okay. So uh, she'd bring Nathan. Hmm. Well, so Shara, thoughts? Okay, uh. That's a crazy I wish one. I knew more about this um, environment. I really don't. Um, I imagine if she could call on somebody who is like her equivalent level of strength, like that would be a really strong ally to have. Yeah. Nemesis has a rocket launcher. That too. Rocket launchers are pretty effective. <laughs> yeah. See, like Resident Evil, they they go between this tug of war of horror and anime. Yeah. And they determine by the last game which way they should tug it. Yeah. So. This one's more horror-y. Yeah. Horror-y. Okay. Yeah, I think um, with two like strong figures in the Resident Evil world, uh, I don't think his cartoon charm uh, will be quite enough. I think um, it's only enough to distract one of them. You know, he can only focus so much attention. He tries to throw his whale daughter as a bowling ball. <laughs> He gets then, one, but then he's still having a the rocket launcher's going for his daughter, and she's already tearing apart a limb and dipping it in some drawn butter. <laughs> <laughs> Girl's so, gotta eat. All right, so you think that we're going to see Mr. Krabs dismembered and eaten? Interesting. Here's what I think <laughs> I think that she's bringing Nathan. I think that she's bringing Nathan, and I think she's going to. I think in that way, if you have the protagonist as well as the monster, Resident Evil's theme wins because now you have a protagonist fighting through horror to get to the monster. What 
if 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 the Resident Evil theme wins, what the fuck does Mr. Krabs look like? What the fuck does anything any who, anyone he brings with him? SpongeBob. What does SpongeBob look like? They look like monsters. Yeah. And if she brings Nathan, Nathan will fight his way through every fucking monster to get to her. Okay. He has to as the protagonist. Well, then in that case, I mean, if, if you go on that, I mean, and all my argument would do at that point is make him stronger. I, th- I think then um, Lady D is going to bring Chris Redfield. <laughs> an even an even more yeah. unstoppable protagonist. Yeah, you're, you're, we're talking about the Resident Evil where he's got a shopping cart of fucking ammo. <laughs> um flamethrowers rocket launchers whatever guns. Um, and a mod that puts everyone in a bikini yeah um well then so i would say for resident evil because they have that one foot in the anime world yeah would overcome the ridiculousness of american cartoons yeah the only because anime are ridiculous but they're also serious yeah so they can make a cartoon be serious because it, it's so up its own ass where it's like, it truly believes in it, in its content. It's like, no, yeah. we are serious. I don't think you understand serious, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. no. And that's a powerful theme being up your own themes ass. Yeah. Wow. So or the only thing that I would offer. So Nickelodeon, I would say that Mr. Krabs could potentially bring that's Cartoon Network. Uh, hey Arnold, maybe. It's still not powerful enough of a thing. Yeah, or maybe the grandmother of Hey Arnold. There would be there would be a uh, it would be a very special episode. It'd be a PSA yeah. about what happens when your grandma dies. Yeah. Or a wonderful crossover when grandma gets turned into a vampire. <laughs> Either way, there's going to be so many large breasts. <laughs> gonna be glorious <laughs> yeah no i would say so if, if mr krabs is on the cartoon network side i'd give him like samurai jack or some shit like that and that might change it yeah but no, but he's, he's on nickelodeon um and so i, I don't think nickelodeon was because nickelodeon gave itself halfway over to live action bullshit because yeah. yeah. it was trying to be disney yeah so i don't think the nickelodeon um power can overtake he brings keenan thompson from all That's that powerful. Well, so <laughs> keenan has the ability to come up with a plan and then it never works so know, yeah. um, <laughs> but he learns a valuable lesson but he learns a lesson so he'd learn a lesson as this crap being <laughs> ripped apart it's like well i'm out of here and then and then the, and then the end theme plays as he walks out the door oh here it goes <laughs> As you hear the crack of his leg dislocating, I think I learned a valuable lesson. And we've scarred every child. Um, all right, well then, uh, share a final thoughts in the book. Um, I think Team Resident Evil has got this one in the bag. I, I really like James's idea of pitting the protagonist um, and using a very unusual dynamic for what we usually talk about on this, but um, still getting very effective results. Yeah. I think that's like classic espionage to use the to use your opponent to do your dirty work, right? Yeah. There's no way to get a grizzled vet who's who's murdering his way through monsters into SpongeBob's universe. 
it's a because because you take because you take control of a character like that i think its universe is more personal and influencing you get more immersed yeah in the storyline of resident evil than you do immersed in the world of spongebob yeah even when i'm high i can't get that immersed in a cartoon world yeah and i i would say like again like round two Krabs took it but then as soon as you use a either a resident evil protagonist or another one of the resident evil bad bosses yeah it overpowers it yeah um i mean if if she brought like if she went with big guns and brought chris redfield or if she brought pyramid head it's done it's a done deal um especially if the silent hill universe got involved yeah. I think that particular universe, because they spent so much time on the universe versus yeah. the characters, it would yeah. just bulldoze over everything. It's too bad. I, it's too bad. I don't think SpongeBob's universe could take it because it'd be hilarious to see them go oh, up I, in the SpongeBob universe. I'd watch it. That'd be fucking bananas to watch. Yeah, for at least fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Well, <laughs> but I don't. I I can't imagine what that those interactions would be like. I can't imagine they'd have to do some like totally wacky off the wall shit. I can't predict what, what I have no prediction on what would happen if the SpongeBob artists decided to put a vampire giant lady who's trying to kill Mr. Krabs and, (laughs) and some person from the surface is going around being like, what this fucking village of monsters. (laughs) The the last statement I would say though, is we do have a little bit of precedence. The hash slinging slasher. (laughs) I don't remember that one. That, that's like the most famous fight. Well, so SpongeBob is working the night shift okay. at the Krusty Krab, and he hears tell of the hash slinging slasher, um, which is like a murderer with a spatula for a hand <laughs> um, who goes Classic. around killing, you know, fucking fry cooks. Uh-huh. I mean, but then you also have Davy Jones, who shows up as this massive fucking ghost. Yeah. And they just talk him into absurdity. Yeah. But all the bad guys in SpongeBob never actually end up being bad guys. They're just like, oh, yeah. I lost my way and now I'm a silly fish. Yeah, meanwhile, <laughs> yeah. Lady D wants to sacrifice Mr. Krabs. Yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah, don't see I, that yeah. translating. I, I think that I think that her universe would event because of the anime aspect and because of the people that she could bring to it. Yeah, I think that she'd eventually bulldoze over him. Cartoon silliness can exist in the Resident Evil universe. We've seen a level of absurd yeah. stupidity of of like a cartoon universe in some Resident Evils. Resident Evil yeah. Five. I'm looking at you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Lady D occupies that space where they realize that maybe that wasn't the way to go. Her theme could never translate into SpongeBob, but SpongeBob's dumb silliness could get into some Resident Evil. Yeah, and then B, we've seen it. Yeah. Okay. Well, so then if I'm hearing everything right, we're voting for Lady D in round three. Yeah. All right. So Lady D takes it two out of three. Um, congratulations, Lady Dimitrescu. You're moving on into the finals. Way to boob. Yeah, way to boob. <laughs> um, Lady D's moving on to the finals. She'll be going up against the winner of Austin Powers and Beetlejuice. And you can catch Austin Powers versus Beetlejuice next week. That is going to be Sunday the... Ah, That's Apple. (laughs) What is today? The 9th? Today's the 9th. Not this Sunday. Yeah. The 11th? 
Wow, we're so bad at dates, everybody. We're terrible at dates. I we got I, I rely on my phone for so much. So yeah. today's the ninth. So <laughs> Sunday's the eleventh. So you said next Sunday? Next Sunday will be the eighteenth. Alright, so on the eighteenth, look out for Austin Powers versus Beetlejuice. <laughs> and then eventually that winner will go up against Lady D. Jesus we'll, Christ. We'll figure this out. So Shara, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, of course. Good to be back. It's always great <laughs> having you on. Um, easily one of my favorites. That's the only time that we'll be talking about the immortal sandworms and whatnot. <laughs> well, we're going to be talking about it more because now I want to see this fucking movie. I, I want to learn more about Dune. I also want to throw it out there. There's totally a sandworm in SpongeBob. How do we know it's not the same one as the one from Dune? Are we just traversing all the universes and we, we've come to a great universal truth. Sandworms and Beetlejuice also. The sandworms what? were when the timeless sand god worms were with us all along. Well, they're everywhere. Thing. <laughs> yeah. And and also they're a metaphor for our fathers. What is <laughs> what is happening right now? Dads are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it, Dad. Yeah, so uh so listeners at home. Make sure you call your fathers the <laughs> timeless sandworms that they are. <laughs> Tell them, fuck off, Dad. I don't want your suicide. <laughs> I don't want to take over your empire. Fuck you. <laughs> it made you want to kill yourself. Why would you do this to me? So there you are. Here's to dads. <laughs> dads everywhere. Cheers. Hold on. Cheers. Should you want your own head or are you good? We got a party to go to later. So she was yes, like, I gotta, want to take a chill. Yeah, we got to chill. Yeah. High and dry is an after party. So, again, Shara, thank you so much. <laughs> Shara? Shara, where can we find you? Where we we're, find we're all overstimulated. This stream is brand new. You know, it's been, uh, yeah, we, we took a little break on. from podcasting. Uh, yeah, so. I'm thinking about immortal not, and, and I'm beginning to suspect that these substances we're putting in our body are in, impairing our ability to do things. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Hold on. <laughs> so we, should, we should get a Surgeon General on no, this. <laughs> you just got to consult the same one. <laughs> rule uh, of three, rule of three. Yeah, but uh, so got to get back into uh, socials. Not big on them, but uh, mostly on Twitter. You can find me at cross shh. Um, I'm part of the hundred devs community. You can also check them out. They're on Twitch with learn with Leon. They're on discord. We're everywhere. Um, if you want to learn how to code or just devs, learn about a bunch everything. of cool people in our community, <laughs> that's usually where I spend my time. <laughs> awesome. Well, hundred devs, the hundred devs, check it out. James, where can you find us? Uh, you can find us at highdrivepodcast.com. You can find us, or you can find Ryan at Ryan. Is that, that's the thing? Just go to the fucking link tree. <laughs> oh yeah, we got a link tree now. So yeah. if you go to our Instagram, you'll see the link yeah, tree. Just go to Instagram. Or Twitter. High dry pod. The thing you gotta remember, it's high and dry podcast and you'll fucking find us. <sighs> it's an N. Damn it. That fucking N. <laughs> yeah, so cheers everybody. So thank you for listening. <laughs> We'll catch you next week. We got um, Austin Powers versus Beetlejuice. Um, thank you to our new stream. Appreciate you guys stopping by. This has been High and Dry Podcast. Catch you next time. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.